You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Washington landlord unable to get rent or evict a criminal tenant for nine months, doing some criming in this person's rental unit. Can't get him out. Can't get him to pay. Can't get him out. Let's take a look at this. This is by the Dory Monson Show on Cairo. And we're going to take a look. But before we do, if you're new here, thanks for being here. If you've recently subscribed, thank you so much. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies, but I read the news. So I'm a real estate guy that reads the news. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's not talk about it. Let's go. A few weeks ago, Governor Inslee extended the Washington State eviction moratorium until March 31st. Is this ever not going to get extended out? All right, until we can figure this all out, let's just extend it and let's have the tenants not pay and the landlords not get any money and not be able to do anything with their own properties. Because that's what we're doing here in the state of Washington. Because this is somehow going to magically work out in the end. You know, when we get to the end of all these extensions, all these moratoriums, the tenants are just going to have a big pot of money that they're going to throw at their landlord and go, okay, here you go. Been hanging on to this for you. Here's our back, here's our back rent. No, it's not going to happen. You're going to have to figure something else out. I'm just afraid the landlords, they're just going to get screwed in this whole deal. That's what's probably going to happen. Dory spoke with a landlord in Blaine, Washington. Blaine is on the border of Canada. So if you go up I-5, heading into Canada, right as you get to the border, that's Blaine. Um, so landlord in Blaine who depends on income from rental property and is suffering major financial issues as a result of the eviction ban. That's the flip side to the stop the rent during the whole COVID thing. The flip side to that is when you stop paying rent, people who depend on that rent, like landlords, property owners, but they're the bad guys, right? Because they are the capitalists taking advantage of everybody else by working really hard getting the down payment together, holding the house together, and providing housing. They are the villains in this scenario, right? Property owners, isn't that what we're saying? Only cover the tenants, don't cover the landlords. That's what we've done consistently. And this landlord is suffering major major financial issues as a result of the eviction ban. But nobody wants to talk about them. That's why I'm talking about it here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Nobody wants to talk about the landlords because we don't really care about them because they are oh, they are the bedeviled capitalists in this whole program, right? I mean, that's kind of how we're seeing it. We own a small duplex in Blaine, Washington, which is part of our retirement income. And the other is Social Security. This is a pretty normal scenario. These people probably worked super hard. They put together enough money for a small duplex. They bought one and they're like probably paid it off. And now they're like in that nightmare scenario where that income you're expecting to have come in. Yeah, not so much. And instead, you've got some criminal doing criming in there. And it's probably pretty scary. And we had a really good tenant on one side and she had a stroke and was moved out to be with her family. She left behind her son who was not on the lease. And he paid rent for a couple of months. And then he figured out he didn't have to pay rent anymore. So he stopped. That's a lot of what we are seeing and hearing. People who can pay rent are choosing not to. That's just what they're doing. And that is why this equation is so, so unfair. Doesn't make any sense. But all right. Yeah, you, you don't have to pay rent. It's okay. You know, you've, you've, you've been impacted by the COVID. Therefore, you don't have to pay rent. Just stop. It's all right. She says that she soon got a call from Blaine police. Uh, that's never good. That tipped her off that she's involved in criminal activity 
that her tenant is involved in criminal activity, but there was little she could do about it as a result of the moratorium. And that is the big kicker. You've got people in your unit that technically, if you really got after it, you could probably figure out a way to get them out. But more than likely, you're gonna have to spend a ton of money on attorney's fees. And this person probably doesn't have that money. They are host, they are stuck. Nobody wants to talk about them right? I got a call from the Blaine police that tipped me off that he was a felon and a criminal and there was criminal activity going on and they had him on their radar. We see the guy that you have living in your place. He's doing some bad stuff. We're watching him. I mean, how comfortable would you be at that point? Oh, okay, great. That is awesome. Do you have any good news for me whatsoever? No, you probably don't because there is no good news in this scenario for a landlord. Yet, I could not evict him, is what the landlord's saying. By the time we got to a judge, the eviction moratorium was in place. And the judge said, get a lawyer. Famous last words, right? You will probably need to get legal representation. You will need to put an attorney on retainer and go down that road. Best of luck to you. Yep, that's, that's how we're handling it. No lawyer would talk to us, is what this landlord is saying. Because it's an uphill battle that probably not going to win, right? It's like, ah, no. I called and got a copy of his list of crimes. And they told me that none of them are currently harming anyone. All right, again, famous last words. Well, he's not really doing anything now. But he has in the past. So there's a high probability in the future, he will do something that will harm somebody or something or your unit that he is renting. Um, and they told me that none of them are currently harming anyway. So that's not grounds for eviction. Ugh, she added, she says that her husband is ill in the hospital and that Social Security and this duplex are her only sources of income. So what is she supposed to do? I don't know. Not much in the meantime, right? It's been nine months since the rent has been paid and she has lost approximately 9000 to $10,000 as a result. Who is going to fill that void? I don't really hear anybody stepping up. I don't hear Governor Inslee stepping up. I don't hear any of our politicians stepping up. Uh, what are you going to do for the landlords? Uh, we're going to reimagine. We're going to rethink. We're going to reanalyze. We're, we're, well, we're working on it. Yeah, no, you're not. It means that for a while there, we were having a lot of problems, trouble, uh, a, a lot of trouble paying monthly bills. And we had to sign up for Meals on Wheels so we could have some food in the house, she said. And since then, my family has helped us out some, and we did get the stimulus payments, so that has helped. But that's not something that we can rely on full time, like the next nine months, she added. So yeah, it's been very difficult. This is what is going on day in and day out throughout a lot of cities, throughout a lot of towns, throughout a lot of states, you've got these moratoriums. And guess what, if you've got a, uh, uh, you've got taxes that come up on these properties, you've got maintenance that's ongoing, you've probably got utilities, people think, ah, I just turn the utilities off. Well, what happens when you turn the heat off, and you know, all that good stuff, it's not a good thing. And most of the time, the tenants have the ability to run those accounts as well. And it's illegal to freeze people out, right? So you've got all these legal ramifications for trying to get people out. Court will protect them. But when these tenants don't pay due to a statewide uh, moratorium on, on uh, evictions, these landlords have nowhere to really go. So 
this is um, this is not doable long term. It's just not. It's not fair. It's it's a to me this is this is crazy. I know we're trying to keep some people out of from losing their places, from being evicted, but it is a one-sided solution that doesn't really consider the other side. And because I'm a real estate guy, that's the side that I analyze. And from that that perspective, I'm like, wait a minute. All right, you got the tenants covered. You don't have the landlords. And a lot of people are like, well, the landlords, they, they don't have to pay their mortgage. They can just go to their lender and say, oh, our tenant isn't paying. Therefore, due to COVID, we're being impacted. Doesn't really work that way for most non-owner-occupied financing. Just doesn't. You're not going to get a moratorium that allows you to stop paying your mortgage. Have heard very few of those situations. And this this person, it sounds like they've probably paid off their unit. So they are flat, just don't have any income coming in. They've, they've still got the taxes. Is the state saying, oh, hey, you don't, you're not getting income. You don't have to pay your taxes. No, the state is not doing that, are they? They still want their pound of flesh, and they will get it. And if you don't pay the taxes to the state, guess what? They will come and take your property. They have the right to do that. But, you know, tenants, they're covered. All right, yeah, I've been impacted by the Rona. I don't. Plus, I don't really just. I just don't really want to pay my rent. I, I think I'm just going to game the system. We're going to get by. We're just going to float by because that's what we do. Plus, I'm a criminal. I'll probably end up in jail here not too long. So, you know, whatever I can save on not paying rent, I'm good with. So this is this is just what we're doing in Blaine, Washington, and you know the the law, the the word of the state right now. It supports me. So why would I do otherwise? Got to get this under control. Got to get this back in order. This has gone on way long enough. Open up the economy. Send people back to work. Let's get going. That's kind of the way I see it. You might see it differently. You might you might be cowering in fear, wearing your mask, going, good Lord, I hope the Rona doesn't get me today. Hope I don't get taken down by the dreaded Rona. And I'm not trying to make fun of people who have been hospitalized and all that other stuff. Yeah, it is out there. But so many people are like, ah. Uh, yeah, you can't, we know we've got a pandemic going, and you got to do whatever it takes to kind of be safe, whatever that means to you and not impact other people, impact people who've had it who are at high risk, elderly, whatever, you got to get the economy going. There's no metrics that are stating, okay, yes, based on this, okay, yep, open up the economy. Oh, no, don't open up the economy. Oh, hey, the election is over, open up the economy. Let's get going. That's it. That, that's it for me. As this uh, eviction deal, this moratorium on evictions, I mean, it's it's just going to keep on going. It's going to get lifted and everybody's going to be, oh, no, what are we going to do? I, I don't have the money for my back rent. Well, that is going to be an issue. That's a huge issue. We will get through this. It's probably not going to be pretty. Going to be a lot of lawsuits. Ugh. I will report on those right here for you because you want to hear about it, right? I think eh, it's been a pretty good topic in the past. Um, yeah, I'll report it for you. Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part. I will catch up with you guys on the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.